From the Western Riverside Council of Governments, I'm Rachel Singer, and this is the first COGCAST of 2020. As we launch the new year, we are excited for the opportunity to sit down with WRCOG's Executive Director, Rick Bishop, as we look back on 2019 and forward to 2020. So Rick, thank you so much for being here with us today. It's good to be back, Rachel. This is maybe your 30th podcast for the year? Actually, the 31st. It'll be the 31st podcast of WRCOG, um, and then it'll be the first podcast of 2020. Awesome. Yeah. So with starting the new year, I'm curious, did you have any New Year's resolutions from 2019 that you actually fulfilled, or did they all just kind of fall by the wayside, which I know for me that typically happens? Yeah, well, of course, uh, being the executive director, my my foremost New Year's resolution is to keep working 24-7 at all times. <laughs> I don't know if I kept that resolution, but a couple others. I, I aspired to watch more movies and play more golf. Okay. Did you accomplish either of those? I think I did. Okay. Were there like specific metrics for movie watching? Because I feel like that's pretty general. Um, maybe more than one. I typically watch about <laughs> one movie and I just realized that I was just not staying with conversations when people are talking about, you know, what's the last movie you went to mm-hmm. and things like that. So I was feeling more and more culturally insignificant. So I made a New Year's resolu- resolution to watch more movies. And in fact, um, saw about 10 movies over the course of two Saturdays as part of um, a um, movie showcase where mm-hmm. movie certain movie theaters would play all of the Academy Award nominee mm-hmm. movies, Academy Awards for Best Picture mm-hmm. movies, and I'd go see like five of them on one Saturday and five of them on like the next Saturday. So I saw maybe a total of 10 or 11 movies this year. That I would say that's an accomplishment, especially with your New, Year, New Year's resolution. So as for the golf, did, do you feel like you've accomplished that one as well? Played a little bit more golf, and uh, I'm just horrible at golf. So <laughs> as much as I enjoy it, I'm frustrated. But that, I think that's what golf is. <laughs> I've never played a game of golf that I didn't get frustrated in. So um, I give you kudos for being resilient and trying again. (laughs) You could beat me easily. I seriously doubt that. (laughs) So jumping more into the discussion, um, from your perspective, what are some of WRCOG's notable achievements from 2019? Well, thank you for asking the question. Um, You know, two or three come to mind. One with our TUMF program, which is one of our signature programs, our Transportation Uniform Mm -hmm. Mitigation Fee Program. It's been in place since 2003, and we just completed uh, our 100th TUMF project Mm -hmm. that either TUMF has fully or partially funded. So Mm -hmm. that's a huge milestone in Western Riverside County. Projects that have ranged from uh, freeway interchanges to arterial roadway improvements to transit improvements. Uh, It's been, you know, there's just been this wide, wide list of projects, um, all to uh, make mobility better for mm-hmm. residents of Western Riverside County. So 100 projects in you know, about 15 years is a pretty good clip. Mm-hmm. Definitely. What are some of the other accomplishments that you're really proud One of? One thing that we're uh, undertaking right now, we've been working on a regional streetlight program with 11 of our jurisdictions. Uh, and the idea is we have been working with them to help them purchase about 55,000 streetlights from Southern California Edison. All of those purchases have been made, and now those streetlights are being retrofitted from 
the old sodium lamps, which kind of cast this yellow orangish hue at night, mm-hmm. to um, more energy efficient LED lights. So they actually make for a better nighttime appearance in these communities. And importantly, it also is going to save these participating jurisdictions about $70 million in energy and maintenance costs over 20 years. So it's a huge program. Mm-hmm. That's a huge one. Uh, you said that you had a couple more programs. Well, we're also going to be, um, we've been working on Western Community Energy. I think we'll talk about that more in a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, our RCHCA, which is a separate joint powers agreement or agency that we administer, um, that is that, that stands for the Riverside County Habitat Conservation Agency. And we are um, responsible for managing about 40,000 acres of sensitive habitat mm-hmm. for the endangered kangaroo, uh, Stevens kangaroo rat. Mm-hmm. And a lot of huge milestones have occurred over the course of the last few years, and so much so that we are now working with uh, state and federal agencies to see if we could change the listing of that species from uh, endangered uh, to threatened. So it's actually uh, referred to as a down listing, mm-hmm. and that's in recognition of successful implementation of the plan. So that's something we're really excited about. Yeah, definitely. So in, I know that each year brings its own set of new challenges. And so in your opinion, what were some of the challenges posed in 2019? Well, probably challenges that have been similar in prior years. Mm-hmm. And that is that local governments who are largely our member agencies are always struggling with making ends meet. They're always you know, trying to find ways to provide the best services to their constituents, to mm-hmm. their residences, to their businesses. And uh, you always are they're always doing so with a shortage of resources, whether they're fiscal resources or staff resources. And so, you know, our challenge last year and years prior, and I think in years in the future, is always to be able to find out to what extent WRCOG can provide resources and expertise and programs that fill needs of the local jurisdictions that literally make life easier for them mm-hmm. and also accomplish um, goals and a program objectives that they might have. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think that the challenges that we faced in 2019, which I, I anticipate is probably a yes because change is always happening, but do you think they will manifest themselves in a different way in 2020? I, that's a good question. I th- I kind of think so. Now I'm a, I'm a regionalist. I'm a regional <laughs> thinker, and so I always think that there are opportunities for local jurisdictions to get some economies of scale in addressing similar issues at a larger level of geography. And that's quite frankly what WRCOG aspires to do. Mm. So whether it's homelessness or economic development or transportation or air quality, these are all issues that you know are not. Uh, constrained to a particular city boundary or a county boundary. Those are just lines on a map. They're political constructs. And, and other than governance, you know, they, they typically aren't issues. They're, they're not boundaries that are meaningful when it comes to issues like transportation or air quality mm-hmm. or water quality and mm-hmm. things of that nature. So, you know, our challenge is to listen to our jurisdictions and uh, to find out if there are issues that might, like I said earlier, might benefit from um, a broader look at a, at a larger level of geography. Mm-hmm. And that's a great transition into my next question, which is more along the lines of just looking forward. What are some of the major goal areas or priorities for WRCOG in 2020? Well, one that we've been working on for the last few years and we're really excited about launching this year is uh, Western Community Energy. Western Community Community Energy is a separate agency that has been uh, put together with the sole purpose of 
buying energy at lower rates mm-hmm. and at a greener mix mm-hmm. and then providing it to residents and businesses in Western Riverside County. So we've been working on this initiative for the better part of four years. And we're at a point where we now have six of our local jurisdictions mm-hmm. who are members of the entity. They represent about 120,000 accounts. Mm-hmm. And we're really excited to be launching and purchasing the energy and providing it to those constituents um, in April and May of 2020. So that's something that we're really looking forward to mm-hmm. doing. Is there cost savings involved with WCE as well? There is. So the idea for doing this is, A, to provide residents and businesses with a choice where mm-hmm. they get their electricity. Right now they get it just from one entity, Southern California Edison. So the choice aspect is good. We're also really excited about the fact that WCE will be governed by locally elected officials here mm-hmm. in Western Riverside County. And so there's greater access for members of the public to voice their concerns and express their opinions about energy supply to a locally elected delegated board. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the savings that are going to be uh, occurring, we're, we're continuing to monitor and do pro formas, but we think that WCE will be able to provide energy at about a 4% savings over mm-hmm the current utility provider Mm -hmm. that's on the energy side but overall about a two percent savings on their overall um, electricity bill we Mm -hmm. think that's exciting yeah and that's still a savings excuse me so you mentioned a specific um uh project or program that western community energy are there more broad um strokes of goal areas and priorities of wrcog for 2020 well, yeah, there are, as I mentioned earlier, you know, we'll, we'll see what comes up. I mean, you never know, you know, you never know what the future um, holds. Um, so we're excited about what our member jurisdictions might bring to us. One of the areas that we're, we're finding some traction in is um, the whole area of economic development and mm-hmm. in particular, how can we better market and make resources available for entrepreneurs uh, mm-hmm. in Western Riverside County. So we've been working on uh, a program that we're calling Innovation 2030. And the idea there is that uh, we, we are looking to find an entity or be an entity that can be an incubator for incubators. So it can be a resource uh, for aspiring businesses to come to and we can help situate them mm-hmm. and give them access to the tools and, and the resources they need in order to set up shop and be successful here in Western Riverside County. So we're really excited about that um, and we're working with others um, in, in the region and working with the state to see if we can find some, some resources to, to bring that into fruition as well. Yeah, that would be awesome. So as the executive director, what is something that you are hoping to accomplish in this upcoming year? Uh, well, other than like staying alive, uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of my first and foremost goals. Uh, I think, you know, we have a lot of new elected officials in Western Riverside County. And mm-hmm. that's always good because new elected officials bring, you know, new energy and new ideas uh, to the table. But what's incumbent for us is to get to know them. And so, you know, our board, which is comprised of 25 elected officials, just in this last year, we had quite a changeover. We had 11 new members of the board. And so um, that provides a lot of opportunity and uh, and requires us to get to know these folks, find out what their issues are, and uh, see if we can find commonalities mm-hmm. where uh, they, they might be interested in whether it's homelessness or economic development or some, you know, I'm I'm not quite sure what the next regional issue is, Mm -hmm. but as these ideas and we get to know these new elected officials as they come forward, um, one of the things that we want to do is to be diligent in being able to understand them and find out whether or not they might benefit from a more regional approach. So Mm -hmm. we look forward to meeting with new elected officials, uh, continuing um, 
continuing to work with all of our member jurisdictions, which are the 18 cities and the county, the uh, Morongo tribe, Riverside County Superintendent Schools, and two water districts. So mm -hmm. there's a lot on our plate right now, and we want to continue to be excellent at the things we're doing. But we also recognize that, you know, our job isn't finished, and we're always thinking about, you know, what's the next thing we can do mm -hmm. to help our members uh, flourish and uh, and improve the quality of life overall here in the county. Mm -hmm. And I think, and obviously I'm biased because I work for you, but I think that you've done an excellent job in creating an environment w under the scope of WRCOG that is flexible and adaptable to be able to accommodate these new and upcoming regional issues that come to the table through our elected officials and through our boards. And so um, thank you so much for your leadership um, with WRCOG as well as um, throughout our region as well. Do you have any final remarks um, before we sign off on the podcast today? Not really. We're just looking forward to hitting the ground uh, hard and, and uh, making an impact in 2020. I'm glad that you're part of our staff. Mm -hmm. I know that you'll continue to do great work. Podcast is a great informational resource so we appreciate all you've done on that and the other things so it's gonna we're looking forward to having a really good year awesome well thank you so much thanks rachel for more information on wrcog and the cogcast please visit our website at www.wrcog.us